0: Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green where real people connect.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Green podcast. I'm Hill Hutchison, and today I'm so excited to welcome Bashali Delani to the Matrix Green Pill. Bashali is a senior CX strategist at Carnabas, and listen to this. She ranks 11th in the top customer experience professionals in 2023 globally and has been recognized as CXPA's emerging leader in 2022. How impressive is that? Vishali, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. I'm so happy that you are here. So to start off, could you please tell us a little bit about you, your background? Yeah,
0: sure. So I'm born and raised in Dubai, and I absolutely love this flashy city like we spoke about. It has everything and it makes me feel very, very safe. The opportunities in the Middle East are something people wonder about across the globe. So I absolutely love being here. But more than that, can I just say that I love what I do for a living? And that's very rare. Many people don't get that opportunity too. I'm extremely passionate about finding problems through research and then solving them by designing human-centered experiences that really drive, you know, business growth and make people's lives easier. I've been in the industry for about eight years now, and I started off as a marketer. My curiosity led me to research and that there was no looking back from there. With a hybrid, like, mix of unique skill sets that I picked up over the years, my passion for problem finding led me to customer experience a few years ago. I got certified into CCXP. I learned so much about the CXPA, the community. There's so much more that you learn every single day. I feel honored to be recognized as a mid-level CX professional by the prestigious names such as CXPA and Customer Experience Magazine. As a CX strategist at Conopos, I get amazing opportunities every single day. And as we uncover business problems to improve customer experiences, I learn a bit more about myself every day. And I want to always continue learning and sharpening my craft.
1: That's amazing. As you say, to be in the job that you love is rare. And that's a fantastic place to be. So that's uh, lovely to hear. When you were growing up, as you say, you grew up in Dubai. Was that your dream or what were you thinking you were going to be?
0: When I grew up, I always knew I wanted to use my skill sets of communication and curiosity together. But I didn't ever think it would lead me to where I am today at all. I felt like as I got into the industry, my instinct really kicked in much more than it ever did before.
1: And you like solving mysteries. I do. So you're in the perfect job for that. First of all, before we get into the questions, let's unpack CX and UX a little bit. I think most people have heard of UX. What is the difference between CX and UX?
0: Excellent question. And there was a time when I was in this dilemma too. Should I be more CX focused or more UX focused? So when I did a lot of my research and did a lot of learning to unpack whether I'm best suited in CX or UX, one of the key things that I wanted to take away and would love to share it with everyone is the fact that UX is quite digital focused. It's more about designing the online experiences and certain touch points or certain web pages and landing pages and the look and feel of it. But what I love more about CX is the holistic end-to-end experience and approach that it takes in. It makes you think about, even before you know about the brand, how do you perceive the brand? Through the time you purchase that product or service and then want to become a repetitive customer. That each touch point and interaction throughout your customer journey is what I admire the most about CX and that's how I feel like that's a big differentiator between UX and CX where UX is only online focused, but CX is online and offline and it's the hybrid mix of both because that's what's evolving continuously. No matter how much technology can take over, you still need that human touch and human connection.
1: Would you say that UX is sort of a subset of CX? It's part of CX?
0: Yes. I also feel, just to add on that, CX is also a subset of experience in general, experience design. And then there is a lot more that comes within it. I don't necessarily think UX is a subset of CX, but CX and UX are subset of experience design in general.
1: Okay. Let's ask sort of a more technical question then. How do you approach understanding customer needs and mapping out the customer journey?
0: I think you first and foremost have to do with an open heart and an open mind. Bringing your heart to the workplace is an important, important role, as important as bringing your brain. It allows you to be able, the approach you start off is by understanding somebody, by actually doing your research and homework. A lot of people think that if they listen to somebody, they can put themselves in the shoe and so-called be empathetic and move on with it. But if you've not done your own research and your own homework about it, it's very difficult to understand customer needs. So first and foremost approach is doing your own research and your own homework about the industry, about the customer needs, about the persona, and then simultaneously getting opportunities to listen to understand them, not necessarily to find problems, but just understand, simply listen. That will really help you to kick in your empathy skills and learn to put yourselves in their shoes. Once you've done these two as a kickoff approach, you can start documenting these things that you listen because these are key insights many people avoid. They're always, many people are always looking for quantitative numbers rather than qualitative information. And what you listen are these insights that you should document. Once you have all of that together, your brain starts doing its little magic starts unpacking things and realizes it can put itself in different categorizations and themes to be able to identify different problems or solutions and so on and so forth. From there you start creating personas, customer journey mapping, designing and so on and etc, cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: As a CX strategist, what role does operational processes play in delivering seamless customer experiences?
0: The first and the foremost thing people need to understand about CX is that it's a very cross-collaborative role. It involves not only operations, but also finance, marketing, and leadership team, design. It's all together. Everyone together works on designing customer experiences. It's CX strategists, CX analysts, CX professionals are merely barely the facilitators of these experiences, but it's everyone's collective and collaborative effort that makes it happen. So they play a huge role. If I had to really pick and choose two things that I think where they play a massive role is in delivering customer experiences is efficiency and effectiveness. By defining the step-by-step process of workflows and guiding on how the experiences will be by having optimized business flows helps the organization in setting up expectations for customers, which is massive when it comes down to experiences. Experiences are nothing but a perception of the brand is to be able to meet their needs and expectations but go beyond that as well. So having reducing friction, eliminating unnecessary delays, and really enabling smooth interactions at every touch point is really a key important role at the operational level. And secondly, I think it would be consistency and standardization. If you have a certain experience at one touch point, and then you have a complete different experience at the other, you feel really off by the brand because you don't feel like the brand is giving you a set experience and a standardized one. So Having well-defined processes in place to be able to, you know, handle those touch points across various different channels, especially for bigger organizations, is extremely important. It helps build that intangible trust and reliability that customers know what to kind of expect at each stage of their journey. And at the same time, parallelly, it also, that kind of standardization helps employees understand the consistent level of service that they need to continuously deliver ensuring that they're ensuring that the customers have a more cohesive and seamless experience.
1: When you have those processes in place, everybody knows what to expect when things flow in a specific way that then makes sense.
0: As I was going to say, and they need to constantly be updated. There needs to be a constant improvement. Many people just do that as a one-off exercise and like, yeah, okay, we've done it, right? That's where people make a mistake.
1: So customer experience is not static. It's fluid. It's changing all the time.
0: Yes, Absolutely.
1: So through your experience with countless people, what is one professional lesson or lesson in general that you've learned that changed your approach to CX?
0: I think you will hear a lot of people saying that the art of empathy is one lesson that really helped people evolve and dive more into CX, which is absolutely right. But based on my experience, I think you would be having a continuous improvement mindset. Just like we discussed a minute ago, where we spoke about how CX is non-static. It is fluid. It is evolving. We need to remember that businesses change, people change, markets are growing. And so do people's expectations from the experiences they have across different brands and different touch points across different channels, right? Just because you implied that CX strategy once does not really mean that's the end of it. More than anything, it's like the beginning of embarking on a customer-centric journey as a business or an organization. That is one lesson I think that really changed my approach as a customer myself.
1: Yes, exactly. Because you're in both roles, right? You know what it feels like to be the customer. Yeah. If you were to speak to a young person, what advice would you give them for getting into this field or would you tell them to go into a different field?
0: When I talk about advice, there's so much we can talk about. What has always worked for me is bringing my whole self to whatever I do. A lot of people differentiate their personal self to their professional self. I don't know how authentic you're being. And if you're not being very authentic, the tasks that you're doing, the role that you're playing, are you giving in your 100%? Something for everyone to think about, right? So for me, I think always advising anyone I speak to is bring your whole self to the table, always. In whatever you do, the smallest or the biggest of the tasks, be it at work, be it with your family, whatever you do, just bring your whole self. And really lead by example, you know, be a role model for others by doing that yourself first. A lot of people just give advice, but don't do it themselves. So act more ethically, you know, where you can demonstrate that inclusivity or really bring everyone together in the room. You might have be been in a room full of different people across who have been across the globe, etc. But there's so much diversity, especially in the Middle East as well, you know. How do you make everyone feel like comfortable, make them feel like one, make them feel themselves. That is an art many people don't know how to do. One advice I would give young professionals to work on their skills is to A, bring themselves, bring their authentic self, but then also be that person who will inspire others through their own actions.
1: I love that. I think that's a very good advice. Can you share a challenging situation you have encountered in your role as a CX strategist and how you resolved it?
0: Honestly, it depends how we define challenges. Over the last one year that I've been with Conniverse Consulting, my role has been extremely challenging. Challenging because it has molded me to become a better version of myself every single day. Challenging because I have to now dive myself into diverse industries and be a customer advocate, but also need to learn so much. And so it really made me believe that change is inevitable. And how you embrace it is really changes your perception about how one thing can be challenging over the other. Similarly, CX strategies can look very different from one project to another. I remember this time I was put into a project very recently that I had no idea about this industry or the customer. I've never experienced it for myself. I was so anxious and nervous. I was like, oh my God, people are looking up to me. Will I be able to do it? Will I be able to pull it off? What do I expect? What should I do? I quickly went up and I started researching about the industry. It's my own curiosity that made this challenge seem smoother and better. And progress might look very different on one day compared to the other but that's okay too. I started off by researching and I'm like, I can't get my head around this. And I took a break. I said, okay, fine. I'm going to sit down and evaluate what other ways work for me. If I need to learn about an industry, should I watch a YouTube video? Should I research? Should I use chat GPT? You know, should I draw something up that makes me feel like I'm putting myself into that zone of the particular customer. So empathizing was a really big challenge for me and the way I overcomed it was taking my time in processing that information. Sometimes when you're new to something, you might feel extremely overwhelmed, anxious, fearful of like the unknownness and not to. And also at the same time, you have people who look up to you for expectations, but it's about allowing yourself that time and space. Say, you know what? It's new for me too. And that's okay. Slowly and steadily, The progress on that project in the last three weeks has been phenomenal. And when I look back at myself, and this is the most recent project that I'm on. And now that I look back at myself, I'm like, man, can't believe it was me three weeks ago who didn't know anything about this space. And look at me now, you know, I've come a far way. So celebrate yourself eventually as well, what to get out of each challenging situation because it helps you and pushes you for the next one.
1: I love that. That's a fantastic experience. What you were saying is use different strategies, even if it means take a break. Sometimes it's research, sometimes it's sketch or do something else. Get out of that space. And I think for most people, they are scared or nervous or unsure when there's something new coming their way. But do not let all the uncertainty overwhelm you. As you said, just give yourself the time and then you get, Finally, once you threw it, you look back and say, wow, it wasn't that hard. You know, I love that fantastic experience. And thank you for sharing that experience with us. I wanted to just uh, touch on this um, recognition that you've received. To be ranked 11th globally as the top customer experience professional in 2023 and to be recognized as a CXPA's emerging leader in 2022. That's fantastic accomplishments for somebody who is still relatively young. How did those experiences or how did this recognition make you feel?
0: I feel extremely, extremely grateful. The fact that we as mid-level career professionals, mid-career professionals get this opportunity to be able to really showcase our experiences and unique skill sets across projects that we have done very early on in our in our lives, give us the confidence to do more, really allow us to be able to learn continuously and empower ourselves and everyone else around us. So for me, when I got this, opportunity. And there were like rounds of interviews and everything that one has to go through for this. So it's not something that comes very easy. It made me push myself to do even better. And that's something I would have even told my younger self. Nothing is impossible. It's about putting your heart and mind into it. When I got into CX as a professional, I was really unsure about it. But one thing I knew is that I belonged there. That was it. I, once you know you belong somewhere, you navigate your way through. So I feel extremely, extremely grateful for these recognitions. And I hope to achieve many more and continue to inspire many more people like me, especially.
1: Fantastic. Again, congratulations. It really is an amazing accomplishment. Thank you for sharing your story with us and for sharing your insights and the tips for younger people as well. It's been an excellent uh, discussion. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I'll ask you some rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? Yes. How do you start your day? Ooh, I start with a cup of black coffee. Okay, very good. Can you describe your ideal workplace in three words?
0: Beautiful scenery, a quote to constantly remind me, and a fantastic desk with all the accessories that I need.
1: A quote that inspires you. What is your favorite quote?
0: I have so many, but one thing that I always believe in is fly with full faith. It means that do your hard work, but have faith in whatever you do.
1: Fantastic. Who
0: is your inspiration? My future me. I think I'm my only competition.
1: Oh, I love that. So what is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you are? I meditate every day. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. In the morning or in the evening? Depends on the day, usually. Excellent. So that's the end of the game. So that was easy enough. Thank you for playing along. Before we wrap up, I'd like to ask you about your green pool moment. So what green pool advice would you give to your younger self?
0: You don't need work experience to sharpen your craft. I think I wish I could have told that to my younger self who was when we are so anxious as a 20 year old constantly like oh my god I need a job oh my god I need that work experience I don't know what I'll do without it. I think I could have reduced that a lot more and told her like work on your craft rather than on spending that time sourcing for work experience and honestly with God's grace I always got Amazing work experience opportunities. That was never a case, but I was still very anxious. And I think that it was because I wasn't working on my craft enough. So sharpen your craft.
1: Excellent advice. And for somebody who's still relatively young, so that's some good advice for your younger self. And I'm sure our listeners will also benefit from that advice. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your fantastic story. It's been a really interesting conversation and I've learned something about UX and CX. So thank you for that. Before we say goodbye though, can you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? And we'll also put this in the show notes.
0: Percy, thank you so much. It's been absolutely lovely chatting with you. And thank you, you and your team for organizing this podcast session. I am thrilled to be able to share my experiences with you and learn so much more about you as well. But everyone can find me at LinkedIn. It's Vishali Dalani as well as on Twitter, Vishali Dalani.
1: Excellent. Thank you again for being here. I wish you all the very best and I am looking forward to seeing what you accomplish next.
0: Thank you once again
1: enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.